We are April and Scott, creators of NaughtyGym.com, and this is The Naughty Gym Show. For years, we've been fitness and nutrition coaches to thousands of people through our commercial gyms and online platform. We've also spent nearly a decade in an ever-evolving open relationship. This show brings together two of our biggest passions, fitness and sex positivity. Our mission is to maximize the physical and mental health of anyone brave enough to explore relationship structures that run counter to societal norms. We have demolished our old ways of thinking about relationships and from that rubble built a life full of happiness, adventure, and vitality. And now we want to help you do the same. So hop on the treadmill, start the show, and let us teach you how to never stop playing. We would like to invite you to a first-of-its-kind event unlike anything ever done at Hedonism Resort in Negril, Jamaica. It's called Be Better at Being Bad Week. This is the fittest party in the lifestyle. Now, this doesn't mean you have to be a hard body to attend. This party's for anyone and everyone who wants to improve their relationship and communication dynamics, increase their sexual health, learn better wellness practices, and explore and expand their mind, body, and sexuality. Experts from around the world will descend on Hito to help you be better at being bad. Daily keynote talks, interactive technique sessions at the nude and prude pools, exciting competitions and workouts, integration workshops on cannabis and psychedelics, intimate couples yoga, speed dating, and workshops in the Kama Sutra Palace. All the nightly themed parties and entertainment that you've come to expect from Hito and the grand finale the red ball. This event is perfect for people exploring the idea of opening their relationship. Special sessions led by the Naughty Gym Gym team of experts will guide you through various Q&A and orientation sessions to help you get to know your fellow attendees. Veterans of the lifestyle can expect all the same high-energy sexy parties and electrifying entertainment that made Hito famous with a little extra flair from the Be Better at Being Bad team. Everyone will leave with a wealth of new tools and experiences curated by our all-star team of professionals designed to improve your journey through consensual non-monogamy. So what are you waiting for? Join us January 6th through the 13th of 2024 at Hedonism Resorts for Be Better at Being Bad Week and get ready for the fittest party in the lifestyle. All right, this is Scott in April with another edition of the Naughty Gym Show and we have a special guest today. His name is Roderick Stevens and he is a Filmmaker, producer, extraordinaire. I don't know if that's true or not, Roderick. You can correct me if it's not. But (laughs) he is uh, creating a documentary for consensual non-monogamy called Open, A Journey Through Love. Roderick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here again. (laughs) Yeah, we we tried this. Yeah, we tried this a couple of days ago and had some technical difficulties. So we're we're reshooting. But um, uh, April... You look really good on the clips of the previews that he's already showed about this documentary. Isn't that the most important part of this documentary? (laughs) Isn't it? First of all, yeah, your clips are absolutely beautifully done. Like they're just short, you know, 30 to 60 minute clips. We've, we've um, shared some of them on our social media as well, but absolutely beautifully done, which speaks volumes to the fact that you are a professional. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Well, so a lot of fun. We're going to dig right into this uh, because hopefully we're going to get to show some uh, little clips and 
you know, it'll be audio in the podcast, but on the YouTube version of this show, you'll be able to see some of these clips. Uh, but we want to get some background on what this documentary is, why you're doing it. Tell us first, though, why you're capable of doing it. Why are you the man to step yeah. up into the life of consensual non-monogamy and create a documentary for our community? Right, right. Yeah, it's a question uh, that I've had to ask myself, you know, like a lot of uh, creative people. Uh, of course, it's easy to question. This seems like a really good idea, but if it's such a good idea, how come no one's done it yet? And uh, I think that a key component to this is that I just happen to exist in uh, an interesting intersection of several components, one of which is I'm not. So one of which is I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. So I already love film. I'm I've worked in film production for 30 some years now. I've produced, directed, written. Uh, I spent years as a cinematographer uh, doing the camera and lighting for uh, almost 30 feature films and countless music videos and so on. Lately, I've been hired quite often as a production designer on feature films. So I come from production. I'm a film guy. Um, uh, I'm not an outsider that is coming in like a journalist to investigate this whole kinky thing you people are doing. Um, no, my partner yeah. and I are, 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 you know, part of this community. We've been exploring uh, ethical non-monogamy uh, at our own slow pace uh, for the last two years. But then that brings up the other key point. We're not, uh, you know, um, long time lifestylers or something. We're brand new to all this. So I get to come in with my wide-eyed wonder and ask questions and be curious and and learn about new things as I go, which is, of course, a part of this, uh, the process of this documentary. All of those components uh, kind of put me in a unique position, it seems, uh, where I just just happen to have all these different elements working toward, for me in wanting to accomplish this. Oh. And one of the things that I emphasize and that we get into in the documentary, just, just from people talking, including things that you guys talked about in your interview, is how sex with other people is the shiny object. It's the thing that gets everybody's attention. And it's the thing that, that people talk about. Yes. So it opens That's things up. That's one of the things that excites me about the documentary, that people that aren't in the community, lifestyle, non-monogamous, poly, whatever, will get to see a bird's eye view of what it's about because it gets so overly sexualized. Right. And Scott and I have talked about that recently. One reason why I don't show nudity on our page and which, you know, we, we're still sexual. We talk about sexual health and stuff like that. Right. But the meat potatoes of this is that it's about relationships and communication. And the sex, like you said, is just the the cherry on top. Yep. But it becomes what the outside thinks it's all about. It's all all they want to do is have sex with other people. It's just about having sex and orgies and all this stuff. Yep. Because they're not seeing what it's actually about. Right. Right. And that's the thing. It's it's about different things for different people. There are plenty of people that it is just about almost an yeah. anonymous sex thing. You know, um, sure. sometimes we we call them DTF swingers uh, where mm -hmm. they'll go to a party and they and and cool. That's their thing. Um, so that exists. But it's like 
especially, it really seems to me in the last decade, and then especially a burst since COVID, that there, the community, the, it's almost like on one end of a spectrum, and it's not a progression, on one end of a spectrum, there's the preference for, yeah, just, just kind of a, uh, raw sexual interactions with people. And then on the other end of that spectrum are people that are, prefer polyamory, that really want mm -hmm. to have more fulfilling relationships with multiple people. Then there's this right. massive, massive community in between that seems to really be exploding right now of people who enjoy experience this sensuality and this sexual freedom and, and sometimes including having sex with other people, but really enjoy the friendships and the openness yeah. and the, and the relationship that the, the impact that it has on your, your, what many of us in the social swinging community would call their primary relationship. You know, it's all about, it's, it's almost like it's all about, Interacting with other people is the foreplay that you then take home and to your own bedroom. And, and you know, it just energizes your own sex life. Yeah, and yeah. sure. Well, you talk about um, part of one of the big uh, goals of this documentary is the destigmatization of consensual non-monogamy or open relationships. Because for most people, like April was alluding to a minute ago, they don't really have a great picture of what it's like for most of us. Their views of what um, going to some sort of uh, consensual non-monogamy party looks like in their head is accurate, possibly for some uh, segment of this population, uh, but probably not the majority. How is it that you framed this documentary in such a way to help shine a light on maybe what the reality is versus uh, what people think it may be? Right. A couple of things uh, that a couple of key points that have come up a lot in all of this is one, I've really tried um, to include a wide variety of experiences uh, in these interviews. And the reason is because this isn't a documentary about swinging. It's not a documentary about hot wifing. It's not a documentary about polyamory. It's a documentary about how all of these different iterations of ethical non-monogamy can have these incredible impacts on people's self-esteem and on their relationships. And I say can because one of the things we that gets talked about in this is this isn't for everyone. This isn't about saying, oh, everybody should be doing this. No, no, no. It's Everybody's got to choose their own kind of relationship style. Um, there's nothing wrong with monogamy. There's nothing wrong with monogamy. It's if that's your choice, you know, yay. There's also nothing wrong with ethical non-monogamy. And so I've tried to talk to a wide range of people uh, that have included DTF swingers and hot wives and bulls and people in polyamorous relationships, straight people, gay people, trans, non-binary, uh, black, white. I've tried to include a lot of different voices um, to, to, to cover this this overall concept of how these alternative forms of relating can impact. Well, a lot of the people you've interviewed have been influential people within this space, but not right. everybody. So you've interviewed right. podcasters, uh, people that own clubs, uh, right. you know, do content creators, authors, yes, <laughs> event promoters, but you've also interviewed some 
non-influencers, just regular exactly. people. Exactly. Just well. people that are just, this is part of their life, but they don't have a business about it. They're not out there trying to, you know, create content. They're, they're just, they were comfortable talking about it on camera. One of those couples is like 80 something or something. Wasn't yes. It? Real. One of my favorite interviews. Absolutely. Uh, he's in his eighties. She's in her seventies. Uh, they discover he didn't discover, uh, his own, bisexuality and his interest in non-monogamy until his seventies. And here he is now living his, his most authentic life. He dresses in women's clothing. Sometimes they go to orgies, you know, they have a, a, a monopoly relationship because she, she is into the swinging part of it. She likes going as a couple, they go to parties, they go to, you know, sometimes orgies and so on, but she's not really interested in other relationships. Whereas he enjoys her as his primary relationship, but he also loves having a boyfriend and a girlfriend that he has an ongoing relationship with. And we need to, just have, to, we need to see, have them on the show. Oh, they're <laughs> fantastic. An important message that has come from these interviews is that again, sex with other people may happen or may not but isn't necessarily the crux of this. Uh, Catherine from Expansive Connection talks about how for many couples, it's just the conversation. Just having the conversation about all of this can can create a whole new dynamic for a couple. Um, right. You know, I, I feel like something that sort of symbolizes such a key factor in a couple's relationship is the idea of either partner in, in let's say, your typical couple's relationship, being able to comfortably tell their their other any any sort of desire they have, any fantasy they've had, any thoughts they've had, that kind of stuff. So many monogamous couples, they're not comfortable being that completely right. open with each other. And right. that to me was like, you know, one of the cornerstones of this is I don't want to ever have to hide that here are things I would love to experience. Doesn't mean I have to experience them. I mean, we don't get everything we want, but I don't want to have to ever have to pretend that I don't want this to happen. And right. And that's, that's a beautiful that's thing that people need to see about the ethical non-monogamous community is that we are happy in our relationships. It's We're not doing this because we're missing something in our relationship. It's because we have such a transparent relationship that we're able to share everything about ourselves with this other person. And I would even say, you know, we say DT people who we would label as DTS are in this for the sex, but also they have to have a really strong foundation in their marriage and still have that really good, authentic, open communication with each other. And that I would think is what's primary for them about this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't work well, without it. Right. Well, so let's talk about something. Now, this is something that interests me. Um, you're, you've you've traveled all over the country. You've driven how many miles was it? Real quickly, again, you think a little a little over thirty thousand miles so far. Yeah, that and sounds like a dream to me because I also love road trips, Roderick. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So you've traveled all these miles, wagging all this equipment around with you, um, and now you're having to edit it, put it all together. And I know that's got to be the most laborious, tedious, time-consuming task. But let's say you get all of, or not say, not when you get all of this done and it, it will get done, what is the next step? How do you, 
get it out to people? Do you go to the Netflix CEO and say, hey, I've got a, a series about people having sex with not their married part. I mean, how do you get this out there? What's that step look like? Right. Uh, well, first of all, just to be clear, if I have any more road trips back east, April, I'll I'll pick you up on the way. So yeah, take me. Uh, uh, it's going to take me a solid three to four months to get this edited together, uh, very possibly more. And once it's done, the plan right now is to start submitting to film festivals uh, because that's a way to start getting it in front of people, start trying to hopefully it, uh, accumulate some accolades uh, and start to get the attention of streamers and uh, distributors and the like. And so from there, it just depends. Um, yeah, then I have some connections that can introduce me to some people at Netflix. Uh, I have a connection with someone at HBO. Uh, I have a film that's on Amazon Prime, so I have somewhat of an in there. Um, it's it's really hard to say. There's no really no real clear path for where an independent film like this goes because it wasn't. You know, this has all been self financed. I've got a mountain of credit card debt now from doing this project, so this is all on me. And so you never know for sure how an independent film will will land. But that's the goal: is I'm going to submit it to film festivals, try to get it in front of some of these streamers and distributors, um, and of course, to that end, then. One of our primary focuses right now is trying to build up engagement online, uh, primarily through Twitter followers or the platform formerly known as Twitter followers and uh, YouTube subscribers. Um, we're really kind of focused on our YouTube channel now and starting to get content on there um, that supports the document. So you've had some ex you've, you've lived your life in this industry when a person goes out and makes something like this. Is this a one in a million shot that it gets picked up by somebody? Or do you feel confident that we're going to see this streaming someplace soon once you get it completed? Well, the soon part, I don't know about, but the, uh, yeah. So, so first of all, is it tough to get in with streamers and distributors? Yes, it absolutely is a challenge. And so, yes, am I counting on, the quality of this project to help us get get us through that door yes and that's where you know i have confidence in my technical abilities you know to be able to put together a, a, a good project um but more than that uh content is king and the kinds of conversations I've been able to record with people have just been just incredible and inspiring. And um, I, I really think, I mean, you guys have gotten to see some of these short clips. I mean, they resonate with people. I really think yeah. people are going to enjoy this. You know, it it's what I'm counting on is exactly what we were talking about at the beginning, which is the uniqueness of the project. No one has done anything like this yet. There are podcasts, there are YouTube channels, there are TV shows on Netflix and HBO that center on sexuality. I mean, that's that's become a much easier topic to to put out there now. So so yeah. it's great. We're kind of primed for this. But and then you have things like, say, Playboy Channel's Swing TV that really emphasizes, again, the sex part of it and the titillation and so on. No one has tackled this specifically relationship forward, you know, really right. looking at how this impacts. There are several things that are streaming, like on Netflix, Amazon Prime, 
that are kind of about the lifestyle or they like throw scenes in there, but I have not seen any of them get it right yet. (laughs) There's some really foolish stuff out. And there's also some things on that are streaming that are just absolutely absurd. What you're putting out there just from the clips that we have seen is such high quality and such good content. Like just the one minute clip. I'm like, wait a minute. It's over too fast. I need to know what's next. You've got some really great stuff. Good, good. Thank you. I'm glad. No, I I agree. I just think, uh, and I think that's, for one, that's where uh, such an important part of this is the fact that I'm experiencing these things. So I'm not an outsider that's just titillated, but also afraid to delve into it. No, no, I'm, and again, it's like everybody, if they're going to tackle this subject, it's, it's sex forward. And then And then it's what happens because of that. And what I'm saying is I'm approaching this from the standpoint of relationship forward. And then maybe the sex happens, Yeah, you know, simply because that is an approach. That's one way to to deal with this. And I think it's a way let's face it. This documentary to a large degree is is being made for people who are maybe a little curious, or in other words, people who are open-minded enough to maybe pay attention to this, but are a little scared of it, like many people when they're first kind of curious, but they're like, oh, that's that sounds intense. And like, you're going to just show up and everybody's going to rip your clothes off and make you participate <laughs> in an orgy and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, that, that's the whole point is this is being made partially to help assuage some of those fears. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's, and, there, and we had that too. Everybody does. I, you know, I think it's, in, we talk about how this is so relationship focused for many of us that's in the lifestyle. Uh, and that can come off sounding like BS to somebody outside the lifestyle or outside of consensual non-monogamy. They say, no, that's just, I know what this is. This is a bunch of mm-hmm. people that are starved for sex and they're trying to find an excuse to cheat on their spouse with permission or right. some version of that. And, we thought a lot that same way when we got started. We just wanted to find people that we thought were hot, that were willing to have sex with us, and we would have sex and then move on about our day. And yep. it very quickly changed for us and, and became much more meaningful and impactful to our lives in general. And yep. uh, I, I'm just excited to see this uh, finally finished and to have something, a resource that when somebody asks me a question like, really, how does this work? What is it like? I can just copy the link, send it over to them and say, watch this before you ask anybody else any questions. <laughs> no, I, I had somebody in, in a community that we're in message me because he's a single guy and he's, he's starting to date and he's trying to convey to potential partners this, this ENM community that he's been right. a part of for years and years. And so the way he's been doing that is sending them the link to the five minute preview. <laughs> and so he messaged me to say, is there any chance you could uh, cut out the word swinger out of the preview? Cause that makes people nervous. And I'm like, yeah, we hate it. I, I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it just has that stigma to it, you know? Right. And uh, right. so, so I'm, I'm helping people date now. <laughs> Congrats. Add that to your yep. repertoire. <laughs> yep. So you've traveled all over the country. You've interviewed a lot of different people. Give give us an example of the types of people, because some of them are really influential, uh, of the types of people that you've been able to interview for this. You know, uh, within the 
uh, lifestyle community or E&M community, there are certainly some content creators and podcasters that are well-known and, and uh, club owners and people like that. So John and Jackie Melfi is an example who own the Colette yeah. Clubs in several cities, but also have their Open Love 101 uh, program, which is a membership and a community and a YouTube channel. And, um, okay. and then I've talked to Mickey and Mallory from Casual Swinger. Uh, I recently talked to Brian and Brenna from Front Porch Swingers. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite uh, interviews is with Christopher Ryan, the author of Sex at Dawn, yes. uh, which I just love that book, you know, that really delves into uh, uh, human history and the, the, the common beliefs about monogamy and about our relationship to chimpanzees versus bonobos and, and how all of that's been kind of relying on some false information and that there's ample evidence that pre-agriculture, not only were we a non-monogamous uh, species, but we were actually quite happy. Like everybody just assumes <laughs> that we're living in the best times and everything was right. miserable before. And it's, there's plenty of evidence that no people were enjoying things. And, and again, there's, there are, uh, communities and tribes today in South America and Africa, especially that, that live a very different type of lifestyle. Um, and that monogamy to them just doesn't make any sense. They're like, well, why, why would you do that? And, um, yeah. So that was one of my favorite interviews. Um, yeah, I've I've shot a, just shy of a hundred hours of footage at this point to try to distill down to an hour and a half a feature length documentary, and 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 to be clear, it's my belief that there is so much to talk about in the ENM realm that I'm really. My plan is to kind of pitch this as its own project, but then as a pilot to do an ongoing series and be able to then, you know, because I'm so focused on specifically that topic of how yeah. this stuff impacts relationships that I would love to be able to spend individual episodes talking about the role that race has played, uh, going to resorts, um, you know, fitness, you know, and, and emotional and mental health. I mean, uh, there's all kinds of things I'd love to dive more into. And, I'll be working. Uh, so, I'll be working on my acting skills to get ready for our, our part in the series. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think there needs to be um, an ongoing or a part one, part two, part trilogy or something like that there, because there is so much so many facets about this lifestyle um, that people just don't understand or are scared to ask about or, um, you know, are questioning. But, you know, I, when I have a question about something in the lifestyle or we're moving into like a new phase or something, the first thing I do is do a search in the podcasts. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when we started separate dating, you know, i put in separate dating and like listen to every podcast I could about that. Um, and sometimes you can't find any information. And so having something ongoing where you're hearing real life people talk about their real life situations is very helpful. I would love to do an episode even just on people being outed. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. just the experience that they've had. But one of my favorite things is how many people it's the scariest, uh, most painful, most liberating and freeing thing they've ever been through. It is. Yes. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I agree with every word of that. That was exactly our experience. Well, so listen, we know this is uh we've heard you talk about 
all of the logistics that have gone into this, the, the miles and miles and hours and hours of work and travel, and that can't be cheap. I know you have no. spent a lot of money. <laughs> I know yep. you've spent a lot of money and you have a, a way that people could help. Talk about yes, that and, and tell us if this was, this is an important project. We want to see it out there and, uh, yeah. you know, where people can get their hands on it. How can people help ensure that happens? So I don't know what the timing is of when this is going to be released. As of today, right now, we have 30 days left on a crowdfunding campaign that we launched uh, to, to try to raise some funds to help support the project. And really, the purpose of that is... Uh, so I've built up this mountain of credit card debt doing all this travel, really the travel being the most expensive part. I've had to buy some more equipment and because I shoot so many interviews and so long, uh, I've yeah. had to buy these really expensive hard drives, you know, to, to help. But really, a lot of it is I'm trying to raise money so that I can stay in the studio for four months straight and not have to go do other work in between, right. you know, to, to support myself. So I'm just trying to to build up a, a, a bank basically so I can stay here and edit. And so, uh, yeah, so I have the, uh, a link I can send you for, it's called Indiegogo uh, is the platform that we're on. Uh, and, and I've set up several different perks from early access to uh, different digital content to some merch, you know, some shirts and tote bags and stuff like that, that have the open logo on them. But also I'm a fine artist. I do, uh, uh, what's called photorealism, photorealistic paintings. And I've been commissioned to do a few boudoir paintings for some couples. And uh, so I have samples of those on the uh, 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 crowdfunding campaign, as well as I share them in our YouTube channel, because I always shoot yeah, time lapse. On your social media. Of the paintings. Are perhaps, you're an amazing artist. Absolutely Thank phenomenal. It, and it's mesmerizing to watch because you do like a time lapse video yeah. of yourself yeah. painting these pictures. And it's just absolutely beautiful but yeah, we thanks. will if somebody wants to help support this project we're going to put the links um in our show notes so that they can yep. um, check out that out get some more information about how to support this ongoing yeah and if you're, perfect, a, perfect. If you're a listener and you have just boatloads of cash just yep. send it send him a huge check and this thing will get out there that much faster yep 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 <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. Or no they shame. can also commission you to paint a <laughs> to picture. To do a painting. Yep. Right. Exactly. Just that's, that's our highest end perk on the crowdfunding campaign is you can commission yeah. one of those paintings. So absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Roderick, yep. this has been very interesting. We're excited for the project. We hope we hope to see it out there in the public's hands sooner rather than later. So if there's ever anything else we can do to help, please don't hesitate to reach yeah, out. Yeah, and we know time is precious. So thank you for giving us not just one day, but two days of your time. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, to got to visit with you. with you guys again. No complaints there. <laughs> well, we appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to uh, everything you're doing. So, thanks again for, on on behalf Excellent. of us and the lifestyle community that lifestyle you're part community. of. Yeah. Good, thank you, thank you, much appreciated. Thank you.